can light that star in San Marcos. It's a Bobcat winner and a repeat Sunbelt Conference Championship for the Bobcats. Right down the middle, struck him out. As the Bobcats have knocked off the top-ranked team of the country in their house. It is another episode of the State Sub Podcast. I'm your host, Bray Freeman, and that time of year is here. Baseball and softball season as we're now in the month of February. And, of course, our first is Texas State softball opening week this week. At the time of this uh, recording, opening day is tomorrow. So by the time you're probably seeing this, the year has already begun. But, again, a very exciting time with the Texas State tournament here uh, in St. Marcus. The Bobcats have games against rival UTSA, former Southland opponent, Northwestern State, uh uh, Southern Illinois coming up to close out the weekend. Kennesaw State, just to name a few of the opponents coming into town here in San Marcos. So um, this Bobcat program coming off a 35-win campaign from a year ago, earning an at-large bid into the NCAA tournament. And one of the more unique things about this year's team is that everybody is back. 100% of the roster from a year ago back this season. And one of those members of the roster, Anna Jones, um, who was uh, the starting right fielder for this team last year for all 61 games, was named to the all-regional team in Austin uh, a year ago. She's in her third year transferring in from LSU, hailing from Deer Park, Texas, in the greater Houston area. She joins us now on the podcast. Anna, how are you? Great. I'm doing great. Very well, excited. Th- yeah, yeah, glad to have you with us here. And I can see you're coming to us from the uh, locker room there, you know, with Texas State softball. So you're, you yourself, of course, getting ready for opening week. Um, let's just kind of, you know, start with the fact that, um, you know, what, what a special year it was for this team last year. You know, I know in 22, the team had a really, really good season, made the finals of the, of the uh, Sunbelt tournament. Um, but when, they, when the at-large selections came, your name wasn't called. This past year, different story. You had your name called. You had a good showing you know, uh, up in Austin. So what did last season mean to you personally? Um, You know, last season was kind of hard because I feel like we deserved our bid the first year rather than the second year. I know that we deserved it our first year, so it was kind of something that we really were working hard for. We ended up getting the second year, and then the outcome wasn't really the best. But, I mean, we worked our butts off, and we want to get back, and we want to go further. Like that has been our goal from the day we started was we want that feeling and we want to keep that feeling. We don't want to lose it in the first round. You know, um, you, as I said, you did have a good showing, you know, up in Austin, albeit, you know, you, you weren't able to advance, but you yourself were named to the all regional team. You won a game. You pushed AM really hard in that last game as well. And one of the biggest moments I remember, Anna, was your outfield assist, your throw from right to home plate to gun down an Aggie runner. What do you remember about that play? Um, really, I was just thinking I had to get her. I mean, we were down by like one run, I think, at the time. And I was like, they're not, they can't go up anymore. Like, we still need a chance. That whole time I was like, we need a chance. And I was so excited. I mean, before that play, I was thinking in my head, like, we're supposed to think, like, what are you going to do if the ball's hit to you? Yada, yada, yada. In that moment, I was like, please hit it to me. Like, you're you're not running. <laughs> well, as I said, this is your third year now with the program, um, but your career didn't begin at Texas State. It began in Baton Rouge and LSU. 
So when you made the decision to transfer, what one, what went into that decision? And two, why was your decision to transfer to Texas State? <clears throat> well, I just, as a player, I wasn't very happy at LSU. And that, that can happen for some people. I know the transfer portal is a big, like, controversial thing right now. But some people do use it for the right reasons. Some people don't. But I just wasn't happy as a player. And I miss being home. I love Texas. I love everything about Texas. I couldn't be in Louisiana any longer. Um, and as soon as I hit the transfer portal, Coach Woodard was on it. I mean, within I think I hit the transfer portal. And that day, she called me. And she was like, hey, get your butt here. Like, we want you. We need you. And that was a big moment for me because I was going that summer to play in Florida at the FGCSL League, the Florida Gulf Coast Softball League. It's like the only summer league for softball at all. And I wasn't planning on transferring when I first signed up for that. I was like, I just want more time to play. Like, I want to get better. It was more of a practice thing. And then by the time that hit, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to leave. And so I was over there and I was working my butt off all summer. And then... um I was so excited to get here. I mean, like being in Texas, my dad, he coaches in the travel ball world and he knows literally everybody, but he really knows coach Woodard and my sister worked here too. My older sister, she played at U of H softball. She graduated in 2009 and she worked with coach Woodard and she's been a part of my family and a part of our lives for a while. And she was an inspiration and I was so excited to come play for her. You know, Coach Woodard, Ricky, has been just a rock for this program. She's the longest tenured coach uh, at Texas State uh, across all sports right now. She's been mm -hmm. here since uh, the, the year 2000, um, and she's approaching a milestone. And who knows, by the time this podcast is released, she may have already hit it. But mm -hmm. three wins shy of 800 in her career, you have a chance to be a part of something very special in her career. What would that mean to you? Um, it would mean the world to me. I mean, if you want to talk about passion, she has it in all aspects of the game. And she, I mean, has so much pride for this program. She would do anything for it. And all the decisions she makes are for this program and for the better good. And so I just know being a part of that would be amazing. It would mean so much to me as a player, seeing her accomplish so much. As I said, you know, I'm not sure this has ever happened for any roster before. Everybody is back. You know, yeah. from a season ago, all the innings pitched, all the at-bats you had, all of it 100% back this year. Mm -hmm. um, so what is it like for you then? Because, again, you know, you've you know, you've know been a part of college softball now for a number of years. And there's always roster turnover. You mentioned, you know, playing mm -hmm. in, you know, travel ball and all those, those, those other leagues. And rosters never look the same one year to the next. But what is it for you right now? I mentioned you're in the locker room to look around that room and see the same nameplates up on the lockers. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. The amount of knowledge and passion and heart and grit that these girls have that are seniors and grad students is insane. I mean, they want to go further more than anything in the world and seeing them work hard for it and seeing um, even like looking down at the younger girls, like wanting it for them as much as we want it for ourselves is the best part. Like we want this program to be left with an impact and for there to really be um, something to come back to later when we're gone. So now that you've been here, you know, this is your third season because everybody is back. Who have you gotten closest to on the team? Um, everybody. I feel like this is the closest team I've ever been on. Genuinely, like there's I mean, it's a room full of girls. It's like, what, 25 girls on a team. It's there's always going to be drama. There's always going to be this and that. But I think that this year has been the closest I've been with all these girls. I feel like I can go to anybody about anything. I feel like people should know that they can come to me about anything. Like, 
I've learned more about these girls than I have about anyone. And I've been with them, even like JJ, she hasn't been here that long. And I feel like I know her more than anyone. Like it's, it's crazy to be around these girls for so long or so little and feel like you have somebody in them. You know, it's funny you mentioned J.J. Smith. Her story is somewhat similar to yours. She was at a Power 5 school before at Texas, so she didn't have to exactly, you know, uh, move a whole state over, you know, transfer to Texas State, you know, just a few miles down the road. But um, the two of you having been previously at Big 12 and SEC schools, so you have, you know, something to relate to there. And, um, you know, I look at the roster as well, and and I see a lot of Houston area softball players, and it's rich with talent, you know, over there. Um, And, uh, of course, Sarah Vanderford herself played at Deer Park High School. Uh, Did you get to know Sarah a little bit, you know, growing up in that same area? Um, Actually, Sarah was my only friend at Deer Park High School. I went there for one semester, and I left because I – this sounds so bad. I was being – I would say bullied by one of the girls and my life was horrible there. And Sarah was my only friend. Mm -hmm. She was the only person that would talk to me, would be close with me. And she was like my rock that whole time. And then leaving sucked, but we came back together. That was like a big, that was a big part of why I came here too, was because I knew Sarah was here and if Sarah loved it, I was going to love it. Mm -hmm. So what is the friendship like with the two of you now? Oh, it's still the same. She's still my person for everything. Mm -hmm. We go through ups and downs, but it's like sisters. Same thing what, as sisters. What do you like to do, you know, with uh, you know, w- with your teammates, you know, off the field? You know, when it comes to, you know, unwinding, getting away from the game, getting away from the classroom. What do you guys do together to unwind? Um, everything. We usually pick. There's usually like a house that we go to, and we all go hang out, and we talk, and we go out to eat, and we do basketball games, volleyball games, all that kind of stuff. Baseball. Now they're doing scrimmages. We've been going to the baseball scrimmages. It's just fun. We just want to do like normal things together. Like just the other day, I'm like, hey, I need to go do this. You want to come with? You just grab somebody and go. You know, one thing I noticed about this team is I feel like every player has a dog. You know, everybody everybody that I've talked to, I know I think Sarah and uh, uh, Tori share a dog together. I understand you got one this past spring. Uh, What kind of dog did you get? Um, He's a mutt. He's a Border Collie, Terrier, and Pitbull. And what's his name? His name is Knox, K-N-O-X. Now, can we expect to see him at the park, the the, the, oh. the ballpark this year? As much as possible. He doesn't go home with my parents, so I have someone at the house that watches him, and um, he'll, he'll be out every game he can be at. Okay, well, you need to give us a heads up when that happens so we can be sure to get him on camera, you know, during the ESPN Plus games. I know we did that with Sarah and Tori's dog, you know, this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things you mentioned, too, was that, like, you have a lot of graduate seniors Mm-hmm. Um, you graduated this past December. You walked the stage. Yes. Um, uh, so you know, w- tell me about what what was your degree in? What are you working on now? Tell me a little bit more about your education here at Texas State. Okay, yeah. So my, um, my program that I graduated in isn't very common. It's human development and family sciences. I basically just learn about kids, their development, and how to hang out with them. I personally want to work in a hospital. And I knew I couldn't do nursing. I knew I couldn't do like therapy or anything like that. So I found a job called a child life specialist where basically we do play therapy with kids and we hang out with kids and get them ready for like surgeries or they've had major traumas. We try to take care of that. And we work with kids and the families. Very noble for for you to, to kind of go down that path. Um, and for you to have gotten your degree, you know, already, uh, I, I've certainly, you know, uh, people, 
when they think about student athletes, they always think about the athlete part of it, not enough about the student part of it. But for you personally, what did it mean for you to get your degree before your playing days were over? Um, it meant the world to me. Honestly, I feel I'm a very like, I have to get it done. I have to get it done kind of person. And I felt like I was behind. And when I finally graduated, it was like, holy shit, I did it. That's really what I felt like. That whole time I was thinking, I was nervous. I was texting my family. They were all in the stands, a, a straight hand. And I was like, it's about to happen. It's about to happen. Like, I'm back to, about to walk the stage. Um, Damp House, he gave, his, he gave his little speech, and I almost started crying. I was so emotional. I was freaking out. But I was really proud of myself that I made it. I mean, I struggled throughout school with grades and stuff. And I've made the dean's list, like, twice, I think. And doing that in my college career while playing softball and everything was just – it was mind blowing to me. I was like, how, like, who is this person? You know, Anna, we're not going to have to have a, a rating sticker on the uh, podcast for, for, for using one of those bad words. I joke. It's okay. It's no, it's no <laughs> big, it's, it comes out, you know, so I'm surprised I haven't said it more on the podcast myself. Um, so the game of softball, you mentioned your dad has, has been, you know, he's a travel coach. Your oldest sister mm-hmm. played at Houston. You, your younger mm-hmm. sister, Braylon right now, is playing at Deer Park High School. Here you are playing the game you know, yourself mm-hmm. at, at the highest level, at the Division One level. What has the game of softball meant to the Jones family? Um, everything. It has, I don't want to say it's run our lives, but it's run our lives. I mean, growing up, so my mom played softball. She didn't do it collegially, but my mom played softball. My dad played baseball. He coached baseball. Then he started coaching softball. He coached my sister all her life. He coached me all his life. I remember... The day that um, I signed and he gave me, he has this little magnet board with um, magnets of our last names for the roster, and he's had mine since 10U, and he's used it every year. He handed it to me, and I remember bawling my eyes out. I mean, it made me and him 10 times closer. Um, having my little sister do it is amazing. I actually, this may be controversial, but I just took her to the UT camp, and, I mean, she killed it. I was so proud of her. It was such a surreal moment to see her playing on the UT field where I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, for my oldest sister, I mean, I grew up at U of H, basically, watching her play. I mean, I grew up at the softball fields watching her play. My dad told me stories because at the time, he, he hadn't met my stepmom yet. And so I'd just be running around, meeting new people all on my own while he coached her. He could remember grabbing me by the hand, walking me out of the ballpark. And I'm just saying hello to all these random people because I just love mm-hmm. talking to people. And it's just been a big part of my life. And it's really been the glue for us. I actually have three sisters and the youngest doesn't play softball, which was a huge shock to all of us. Huge shock, but she's doing rodeos and she is loving it. So having that new aspect in our life too really makes us look at it and be like, like softball may have been something big for our lives, but then watching Madison, the youngest, we're like, yeah, you can do anything. So it'll be amazing. (laughs) All that being said, Anna, you know, coming into this year, what do you want to get out of it? Um, Really, I've been doing this for like five years total, and I feel like I've come into this being like, I'm here for me, and I'm here for this team. Like, I'm not just doing it for me, but I'm I'm here for them, and I want to really be where my feet are and to go further and to just feel like like I'm, I'm laying it all on the field. I mean, I, ju- I don't even... Like, I care about the outcomes, but if I'm being really honest, like, I'm, I'm here to be with these people and to do something that I love because for most of these five years it's been something that i loved but it's also been a job it's been a job that you have to work out and you have to be successful at and it takes over every part of you 
but now I think I've realized, especially being this old and doing it for so long that it's, it's not who you are, it's what you do and you get to do it. You get to show up every day and do it, not just for yourself, but for the people around you, for the little girls that are watching you play and for my sisters and for my parents and everyone out there, like I'm here to be where my feet are, to have fun and to win some games. Oh, really well said, Anna. And I wouldn't expect anything else less from you. It's been, it's been great getting a chance to know you, not only, you know, on this podcast for the past 15 minutes or so, but certainly over the course of your career, having covered the your first two seasons, you know, with our broadcast coverage. So it's great getting some more insight on, on your story and your background. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck here in 2024. Oh, thank you so much. You got it. Well, that again, Anna Jones, our guest. She is a senior graduate outfielder for this program, looking to do even bigger and better things here in the 2024 season, which all starts this week with the Texas State Tournament here in San Marcos. Well, that's going to wrap up the State Sub Podcast for Anna Jones. I'm Brian Freeman, as always, reminding you to keep your states up, and we'll see you next time.